India charts the truth about the markets. India charts publishes Nifty Daily, daily video updates, the weekly Elliott Wave outlook and the long shot report covering all asset classes. Yeah. Uh I don't know if my voice got lost in between. Yeah, I've just sent Jay a post. Yeah, there he's joined us, the speakers. So what I was talking about is, yeah, that uh, over the last week, my view changed. I wrote, uh, we did a long weekend with India Charts, one and a half hour. Detailed explanation, I'll cover some of the points and uh, also wrote the long shot report for those who like to read, uh, you know, 30 plus charts explaining what is happening. And uh, this is not new for me. Uh, we often look at charts and build our narratives. I don't build my narratives and then look at the chart. So I change my narrative if my charts change. Now that can sometimes be a complete U-turn. Uh, something that I've been told in the markets we have to do from very early on. And I've built that capability to do it. Uh, uh, we can always flip. But to not pay attention to changing things is uh, also dangerous to your investments, portfolio and trading. The other thing is... Uh, that I had to do is also widen the basket of things that you really look at. I mean, we want everything to be simple, uh, but that doesn't mean I can have a single factor model. I know execution for some people can be simple. Let's just look at this indicator or let's just look at this wave setup and let's just trade, which is fine. But when you've taken up the job of giving a market opinion like I have and you want to explain why it's happening, what is happening and you want to build more confidence, that doesn't come there alone. I mean, execution is one thing, but uh, one of our biggest behavioral finance problems is we can't execute if we are not confident. So how do you really gain confidence that, yes, this trade has shifted from, you know, buy the dip to sell the rise uh, and vice versa. And that is what I call complete market analysis. You would have seen that in many parts of our of my write-ups explanation. If you ever read the about us on India charts or, uh, you know, you read any of my uh, notes, disclaimers. We are, I often write about something known as the, com you know, complete market analysis. That's what I used to, that used to be the tagline before we really said the truth about the markets. Uh, and complete market analysis simply meant that it's not just charts. It's got to be macro. It's got to be sentiment. It's got, got to be data, right? And uh, Strike has become our go-to platform for data because, a lot of the data points, a lot of the sentiment data, which nobody has, nobody plots anywhere, whether it's 20 years of looking at advanced decline data, scrolling through the FII long shot positions ever since they were published by the NSE 2012. Being able to do that is something I was doing by manually putting it into Meta stock. And so it was not available to any of you. And we started out by making those data points available for, uh, you know, on our platform and then eventually ended up developing a wholesome platform with every, anything and everything that you might need to navigate the market. So it goes beyond sentiment. And like I said, uh, a confident view comes from a combination of understanding many of these factors and how they change and how they're interacting with each other. So one day I might feel that the interaction is this way and the next day I may, may feel that fine, it's not working that way and I have to change. And if I have to change, I have to change. That's it. Uh, we can always change again tomorrow. Uh, the inability to change is a behavioral finance problem. Uh, and what I mean by behavioral finance is it's a mental block. We block ourselves in the mind that we must think one way and no other way. Uh, and if we should stick to it, we should marry it. And if, you, if you've ever read any basic investment book all the way back to the 1980s and 90s, I read the early books uh, 30 years ago. And they've always had this one tagline, right? Don't marry your stocks. Many of you would have read it somewhere or the other. It's been repeated from the old books to the new ones. 
and how do you really not marry the marry uh, and if it's not just a stock it's got to be your market view your whatever uh and that is a that is a mental thing it's a mental challenge for a lot of people uh you know how can i get out i have spent the last 6 days trying to tell people was uh, it's time to de risk and i know only only one person who who's who just blindly listened and went 100% cash all the others are debating you know i can't do this because i need to pay taxes i can't do this because i just invested last month there are people who have just started following me on twitter saying are yaar pichle mahine to aap itna bullish the abhi kaise mandi mein aa sakte ho uh so i had a very simple answer to that when i'm bullish i'm equally bullish matlab i would have been super bullish in jan feb march april may june july august september right wrong doesn't matter i have put equal weightage to every view of mine and similarly when i'll be bearish i'll be extremely bearish and i'll be extremely bearish on every month so whether if it's now october november december january february jab tak bhi i will sound like that only because there is an equal weight so when you actually convert that into a trade it means that ये ट्रेड पे भी 10% परसेंट वेटेज है अगले ट्रेड पे भी 10% परसेंट वेटेज है द क्वेश्चन दैट हाउ कॉन्फिडेंट आर यू रोहित डजन एग्जिस्ट इन माई लाइफ नाउ अफकोर्स नाउ यू से सर यू जस्ट स्टार्टेड बाई सेंग दैट यू नो यू पुट कंप्लीट मार्केट एनालिसिस टू बिल्ड योर कॉन्फिडेंस येस बट इन दी एंड द मेथडोलॉजी इज गोइंग टू वर्क एन एक्स परसेंटेज ऑफ द टाइम सो लेट से आई हैव बिल्ट अ मेथड दैट वर्क सेवेंटी परसेंट ऑफ द टाइम देर इज नो सच थिंग एज हंड्रेड परसेंट सो समबडी कम्स एंड एक्सपेक्ट कि भैया यू हैव टू बी राइट ऑल द टाइम समबडी जस्ट ट्विटेड टू मी हाफ एन आर अगो भाई एलियट वेव के थे तो आपको पता क्यों नहीं था भाई मैं भगवान तो नहीं था ना एलियट वेव भी भगवान नहीं है बट अ कॉम्बिनेशन ऑफ थिंग्स कैन गेट यू टू सेवेंटी परसेंट इट कैन गेट यू टू एटी परसेंट हंड्रेड इज नॉट पॉसिबल एंड वट एवर परसेंटेज यू अचीव डिपेंडिंग ऑन हाउ गुड यू आर you're still going to be wrong 20 30% of the time and that is a fact and so how are you going to deal with that that is the really bigger issue the issue is you don't know when you're going to be right and wrong if you knew you would be god you know if you could outguess yourself then how could you even be wrong right so you cannot outguess your own analysis you can only know that the analysis works a certain percentage of the time and for it to work for you you need to be equally confident of each part of your work and each time that you're doing something and therefore you will sound with the same confidence unfortunately if i am confident 3 days before a turning point that yes it is very bullish and 3 days later i turn and you don't know what i said for the last 6 months then to you it will appear that ye to kali bol raha tha and so that is an unfortunate thing of being in social media and in the public space where people have not really looked at your past work and are trying to make judgments so this is all these are all part of behavioral problems following multiple people multiple people trying to outguess whether they are right or wrong results in only 35% uh, consumption of the reality uh, so think about it i can't go de- deeper into explaining these philosophies uh, you learn them the hard way or the easy way but i can go around and explain why things changed now and why they were different earlier what i was looking for and what happened which is probably the more important part of the story so let's get down to that so it's very simple uh there are fundamentals there is sentiment okay which means that if we go back to jan of 2023 the beginning of this year it was apparent to lot of the hedge funds and others who are who you can find on youtube and listen to uh that something has happened where the us economy should could eventually go into a recession because even one year ago the narrative was that the fed wants to move to a higher for longer interest rate regime 
great so that means it could eventually result in a recession but the market was not ready uh, it was not ready for multiple reasons whether it was the liquidity injections between october and january of last year or uh, it was also sentiment right everybody turned bearish so you can look at sentiment data like i said we have lot of sentiment data for indian markets on strike for global markets you can find it on platforms like trading view and many other uh, you know online sites so if you look at the us pcr it was at the highest since 2009 and there were many sentiment data points which were highest since 2009 by may of this year us was short 440000 contracts highest in a decade and uh, 80% of those shorts have been cut now the position is down to only 62000 contracts so a lot of the shorts have been squeezed in the us already uh, and so these things are are also important part of the market see everybody turns bearish the market can't fall anymore even though fundamentally things are supposed to weaken and it takes time and in the meantime you got a liquidity injection right between october and jan of last year so what all of that led to liquidity plus sentiment led to a rally and that rally is the time and space in which we try to judge whether something can fundamentally change and so that judgment leads me to make the bullish statements that well if inflation is falling then maybe bond yields will fall and we can actually mimic the 1980s if yields and inflation fall together stocks should go up now for some time that did appear to be true uh, but yields started rising and there was still room for yields to fall on the back of you know weakening inflation then inflation stops be weakening and so now some of the narratives have changed you don't have inflation falling anymore there are some predictions out there that it will get stuck between 3 4% and won't go to zero uh and the us which was not going into a recession now as actually at the risk of tipping into a recession now, how do we know that uh so one of the indicators and jay was pointing that out to me uh since last month itself that's our the yield curve is still inverted and i'm like yeah but if the stock market is going up then at this moment i don't know how long uh we need to stay on this side of the fence because you just can't say yield curve is inverted and recession is coming tomorrow and the market rallies 40% in your face that's no way to trade the markets you know and that is why we look at so many factors and have spent years trying to learn and understand how they interact with each other so that you're not caught on the wrong side of the market because having a view and having a narrative is one thing but being on the right side at the right time is also very very important so what happened in the last month is one of course the yield curve started to steepen so since i think sometime in august it has slowly turned from being the most inverted to steepening now what does this mean for those of you who are new to the subject what is a yield curve first of all aap bologe ki yield curve bhi kya hota hai to usko simple si bhasha mein samjha deta hu 10 saal ka jo uh, interest rate ka dar hai okay jo paise ki gati pe hum log bhav lagate hain jise hum interest rate bolte hain vyaj ka dar boliye व्याज का दर 10 साल के ऊपर और व्याज का दर 2 साल के ऊपर ये दोनों के बीच का जो फर्क है उसको प्लॉट किया जाता है यूएस के बाजारों में इस इंडिकेटर का 100 परसेंट स्ट्राइक रेट माना जा रहा है आज की तारीख में रिसेशन को प्रेडिक्ट करने का तो ये जब स्प्रेड है ये जब नेगेटिव हो जाता है नेगेटिव क्यों होता है दो साल का जो यील्ड है ओके वो बढ़ने लगता है और वो इतना बढ़ जाता है कि वो दस साल के यील्ड से ज्यादा हो जाता है विच इज अनयूजल राइट वाई शुड the two year yield be higher than the 10 year yield so it leads to an inversion iska matlab hai ki overheat ho rahi hai economy log short term bonds khareedna nahi chahte hain usko bech ke share bazar mein laga rahe hain to bonds ke jo bhav hai ghat gaye aur yields badh gaye so this overheating of the market is sensed by an inversion 
अच्छा ओवर तो हो गया घूमेगा कब घूमेगा जब इंडिकेटर घूमेगा सो द यील्ड कब हैज टू स्टॉप गोइंग नेगेटिव एंड स्टार्ट गोइंग पॉजिटिव अगेन तो लास्ट एक डेढ़ महीने में ये चीज होना होनी शुरू हो गई है कि द यील्ड कब हैज डी इन्वर्टेड मतलब इट इज नॉट क्रॉस जीरो येट बट जितना नेगेटिव हो गया था वो घट घट के अभी डेढ़ सौ पॉइंट डेढ़ सौ बेसिस पॉइंट से फर्क जो है वो फोर्टी बेसिस पॉइंट तक आ गया है और ये इसलिए कि अब अगर आप ट्रेडिंग व्यू पे जाके दो साल के यील्ड का चार्ट भी खोलेंगे आप देखेंगे वो फ्लैट है बढ़ नहीं रहा है और दस साल का या तीस साल का खोलेंगे आप देखेंगे बहुत फास्ट बढ़ रहा है तो नाउ लॉन्ग टर्म यील्ड आर गोइंग अप फास्टर देन शॉर्ट टर्म यील्ड अब ये क्यों हो रहा है क्योंकि जब बाजार के लोग ये सेंस करने लगते हैं कि इकोनॉमिक जो गति है इकोनॉमी की वो जब धीमी हो रही है तो वो डर के मारे शॉर्ट टर्म बॉन्ड्स खरीदने लगते हैं तो शॉर्ट टर्म बॉन्ड्स की जो यील्ड है वो अब बढ़ने बढ़ना बंद कर देती हैं और लॉन्ग टर्म बॉन्ड्स को बेच देते हैं उनको रिस्क नहीं लेना है ओके तो दिस डिविएशन कॉजेज द यील्ड कॉफ टू स्टार्ट स्टीपनिंग स्टार्ट गोइंग अप वेन इट स्टार्ट गोइंग अप इज वेन एक्चुअली द डैमेज हैपन्स हिस्ट्री शोज दैट वेन इट क्रॉसेज जीरो इज वेन यू गेट द रिसेशन बट वेन इट स्टार्ट स्टीपनिंग द स्टॉक मार्केट पहले ही स्मेल कर लेता है सूंग लेता है और बाजार उसके पीछे पीछे गिरने लगता है एंड दिस इज वॉट यू हैव सीन इन द लास्ट टू मंथ्स की यूएस का बाजार जो धीरे धीरे गिरते जा रहा है इट इज साइमल्टेनियसली हैपनिंग विद द स्टीपनिंग इन बॉन्डियल्स तो इस चीज को हम लोग फिर रिकोगनाइज करते हैं अब मुझे पहले लगा कि शायद जो सपोर्ट है वीकली जो सपोर्ट है एस होल्ड कर लेगा या रसल टू होल्ड कर लेगा पिछले हफ्ते दोनों ने ये लेवल्स तोड़ दिए एंड दैट वॉज अ वार्निंग साइन की शायद इस बार नहीं होल्ड कर रहा है और स्टीपनिंग का जो असर है वो एक्चुअली बाजार पर आने लगा है एंड साइमल्टेनियसली निफ्टी ने उन्नीस हजार आठ सौ अस्सी नहीं क्रॉस किया सो दिस इज द लॉजिक बिहाइंड फ्लिपिंग एंड सींग फाइन इफ समथिंग इज रॉन्ग एंड इफ समेंजर इज देयर नाउ इट इज टाइम टू रिकोगनाइज दैट डेंजर बिकॉज द मार्केट इज नाउ सिग्नलिंग दैट डेंजर इज नाउ बिकम प्रेजेंट इट इज नो मोर अ फ्यूचर इवेंट कि कल हो सकता है इट इज नाउ अभी हो सकता है एंड सो वॉट यू डू इन दिस सीनेरियो यू डी रिस्क यू गेट आउट ऑफ लिवरेज यू गेट आउट ऑफ एक्सेसिवली मूव स्टॉक्स ओवरबॉड स्टॉक्स जिसकी आर एस आई बहुत ज्यादा हो गई है वैल्यूएशन बहुत ज्यादा हो गए हैं वो सब चीजों से बाहर निकलने का समय आ गया है नहीं तो उस चीज का उस चीज की भरपाई आपको करनी पड़ेगी और क्या है शॉर्ट में देर इज नो सिंपल आंसर बट यू हैव टू पे इफ यू आर कॉम्प्लेसेंट टू द मार्केट द प्राइस दैट इट आस्क सो पीपल आपको क्या हाउ मच विल इट बी विल इट बी टेन परसेंट विल इट बी ट्वेंटी परसेंट my answer is it will be more than you are imagining and you use your imagination so if you think 10 it might be 30 if you think 20 is possible it might be 50 the real question is are you prepared and if you are not prepared for a risk in your portfolio then that risk will happen and that's it so it's time to be prepared uh, how much and what is uh, subjective it varies with each person's individual appetite each person's individual portfolio uh, you cannot have one answer for everybody but uh, the time to de risk uh, was and is still there it's not that okay ek hafte pehle 8800 था वही समय था 19600 पे भी डी रिस्क होता है 400 पे भी होता है 200 पे भी होता है क्योंकि when something like this starts it cannot be a one month affair it is going to be a 3 month then 6 month then 12 month affair depending on whether the us tips into a recession right wo yes primary call isme kya hai india ko hum log akele dekhte hain to aisa lagta hai growth ho rahi hai problem kya hai but pure global bazar ke hisab se jab usko nazar us pe dalte hain 
तो समझ में आता है कि ये जो रिसेशन का रिस्क जो यूएस का यील्ड का सिग्नल कर रहा है ये अगर सत्य हो गया तो कितना डैमेज अपने को होगा अपने बाजार को होगा अपने रुपये को होगा रुपये का भाव चाहे जितनी तेजी हुई हो मोस्ट पैंडमिक जो अमेजिंग चीज़ है कि रुपया का भाव जो है वो स्ट्रांग हो ही नहीं पा रहा है द डॉलर कंटिन्यूज टू स्ट्रेंथन अगेंस्ट द रुपी इवन एफ एट अ स्लो पेस द लास्ट टाइम दी आर बी आई टू सेल हंड्रेड बिलियन डॉलर अच्छा एक चीज़ ने तो मुझे बहुत ही सरप्राइज करी ये मोस्ट रिसेंट आर मीटिंग में आर ने बोला हम बॉन्ड बेचेंगे मैं तो कब से स्टोरी गा रहा हूँ कि इंटरेस्ट रेट इंडिया में कम होना चाहिए आर कह रहा है मैं बॉन्ड बेचूंगा और फिर वो कह रहा है कि हम लोग ग्रोथ को सपोर्ट करते हैं मेरे तो समझ के बाहर हो गए कि वो बोल क्या रहा है और कर क्या रहा है तो इस प्रोसेस से इंटरेस्ट रेट्स इंडिया में बढ़ने लगे जो कि बढ़ नहीं रहे थे कई महीनों से नहीं बढ़ रहे थे 7.2 7.1 के नीचे ही अटके हुए थे उसने आके गोली मार दी अब अब क्या होगा अब तो थोड़ा सोचना सोच विचार करना पड़ेगा कि हुआ क्या है और सिमिलरली जो ग्लोबल इंटरेस्ट रेट्स भी दौड़ते जा रहे हैं Despite being oversold, will they really make a comeback immediately, or are they going to take time? Okay, so I would have liked immediate because it is oversold. It is oversold on daily, weekly, monthly, but it is still falling. Uh, and then, if you look at the wave structure, it doesn't look complete. It looks like something is left. Uh, there are still going to be new lows in the bond market, मतलब higher rates, and so it's not looking like an easy process anymore, as it was looking earlier. and is better to wait it out now and all this with respect to yes the stock market itself right so if as long as our own market was ignoring all these things i was also ignoring but now our market is not ignoring so we cannot ignore this is how i think about it and so these risks have become active the markets are not ignoring them anymore and therefore uh, i have shouted out that it's time to be de-risked so i'll not put numbers i'll not put data i'll not i this is my thought process and each one as per his own i can just explain the logic uh, and the thinking but uh, what you have to prepare for is what if the world goes into a recession which already it has in part china china ka to ho chuka hai uh, europe ka ho chuka hai us is the last man standing where many data points have been slowing we just haven't had the official नेगेटिव नंबर्स बिकम अ रिसेशन कॉल येट बट डेटा पॉइंट्स वन बाई वन हैव बीन वीकनिंग बाई द साइड एंड सो देर आर लॉट ऑफ इंडिकेशंस इनफैक्ट वन ऑफ देम इज इवन द अनएम्प्लॉयमेंट रेट हैज नाउ एक्चुअली स्टार्टेड टू राइज एंड मूवड अब वन ऑफ इट्स मूविंग एवरेजेस एज एन अर्ली सिग्नल दैट मे बी दीज ऑफ अनएम्प्लॉयमेंट राइजिंग समथिंग दैट द फेड वॉज वेटिंग फॉर हेज एक्चुअली कम okay so so this is it uh, i think i have sort of theorized uh, what my thinking behind this is uh, we will take it as a step at a time if somebody says minimum kya hoga so then minimum levels are uh, weekly bands near 18800 or a worst case scenario 61% of 18100 is 61% of this last rally but that cannot be your worst case scenario if you have a global recession okay so this is a worst case scenario ki kuch nahi hua bach gaye hum log bhaiya but your worst case scenario of a global recession is that all these levels will break which is i said ki whatever you imagine imagine more than that uh because uh you have to be prepared for the worst case scenario as of now uh, that is what that is how i am thinking about this whole thing 
uh, one thing i will shout out again to everybody who's here and who'll be listening later on is uh, i spoke about sentiment indicators they become critical tools in being able to look at things many of these i've only looked at myself and now they are available on strike one of them i've posted maybe today uh, and i'll just highlight it uh, it may come in some parts of the media tomorrow uh and which is the difference between the total call and put open interest see this becomes important when you're very close to expiry so when the market fell on monday jo expiry tha aap agar sirf total call open interest versus put open interest dekhenge to call open interest put open interest se zyada 4 lakh 60 hazar crore rupees se matlab 4 lakh 63000 crores more calls than puts are outstanding and this is an all time high number so what it really shows is that writers were so confident on monday that the market will fall ki unhone itne call bech di aur dusri taraf somebody is buying the dip and losing it so usually if expiry is 3 days away from monday wednesday hai thursday hai kal to it doesn't really pick up now today's data is already out the number is even higher it's for like 80000 crores now to itna jab call writing ho gaya hai to wo to zero hone wala hai मतलब जिसने भी कॉल लिया है कल के लिए उसके बाद ओवरसोल्ड होगा क्या बाउंस होगा क्या वो फ्राइडे के बाद की बात है मतलब फ्राइडे के बाद अगर शायद अगले हफ्ते अगर कुछ होना हो इफ देर इज अ बाउंस कमिंग इट मे कम समाइम नेक्स्ट वीक वॉट विल बी दी साइज ऑफ दैट बाउंस एंड ऑल वी विल एस्टिमेट राइट इन आर डेली रिपोर्ट बट दिस इज आई थिंक द नियर टर्म स्ट्रक्चर एज इट गोज आई वुड बी टू ऑप्टोमिस्टिक अबाउट टूमारो गिविन दैट देर सो मच राइटिंग ऑलरेडी ओवर द लास्ट टू डेज Jail just bring you in in case I've left out any important observations. What else you have been observing on the market? Uh, you can just uh, yeah. speak it out. So, so yeah. So the observations, I mean, like you have highlighted that the U.S. indices and all they are breaking down. The only thing uh, and the reason why we are not putting out any specific number is because you know uh, last time when the us indices they fell by 20 to 25% or even 30% in case of nasdaq you know indian indices barely fell uh, you know to 12 to 15% or so okay so so we don't know whether the us uh, i mean uh, you know whether the indian indices will outperform or you know uh, equal equally correct और मे इवन करेक्ट मोर ओके सो वी डोंट नो एट दिस पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम बिकॉज इंडिया में जब भी होता है वो एकदम एक्सट्रीम रहता है एंड वी यू नो इफ वी डोंट फॉल फॉर अ मंथ तो वो सब तीन चार दिन में ही यू नो मेजर पार्ट ऑफ द डिक्लाइन गेट्स कंप्लीटेड सो दैट इज वाई वी आर नॉट पुटिंग आउट अ नंबर बट यू नो देर आर डेफिनेटली देर आर रिस्क दैट आर इन्वॉल्व इन द यू एस इंडाइसिस एंड इन द चार्ट दैट आर विजिबल सो अंटिल एंड अनलेस दो risk don't subside uh, you know we will watch out very closely and as sir said that we would go level by level and we'll take each level as it comes and we'll uh, you know assess whether we are getting an impulse move or no or you know whether the sentiment is getting oversold and is it you know coinciding with the nifty indices or many of the key indices you know hitting their major support levels or no so so you know that will probably be the approach but until and unless until and unless we don't get that clear signal you know we'll probably be on the sidelines and you know wait for things to be a lot more clear so no that actually reminds me of uh, no october to december 2008 and uh, during that phase us market had already started to fall and we were actually outperforming every time it was falling we were falling less 
and then we were going up more for some time for those you know couple of months and so actually started to theorize that ah finally india is outperforming you know we don't we don't care what is happening in the us and then jan 2008 happened so just like you said it it sometimes just happens all of a sudden and you are not prepared so if you know that uh, the degree of risk there is at hand just because we see some short term outperformance that doesn't necessarily mean it will stay that way and so what is more important here is preparation for that risk and not not what particular level that might mean because that can that can go anywhere it can be all over the place right so yeah this is uh, so so actually the question you know the question that i have asked as part of this space is i said bear market or correction and have you prepared you know uh, for a reality check now the second part i've already taken care of you have to prepare but then do we call this a bear market or do we call this a correction in an uptrend and it's really a question of degree i mean if you only do a retracement of this last rally from march then which means up to 18100 it is a correction okay but after that it is not a correction anymore uh, it becomes a bear market in fact Uh, moment you break the weekly bands, also eighteen eight hundred, the risk of calling it a bear market starts to increase. A lot of the sentiment data is not behaving. So now there's another angle. If you actually go and look at sentiment uh, data points, FIA positioning, premiums, uh, the put call ratio, uh, all of these should have shifted their ranges from you know the range bound period of two thousand and twenty one twenty two. to a higher range like they were before that you know 2021 all of these data points were in a higher range and then they came down and now despite this rally to 20000 we have actually not seen a range shift again in the data so they are still the data the sentiment data is still behaving as if we are in a corrective phase and not that we have broken out to a new high and in a new bull run and that is that has been you know one glaring factor of how uh some of these data points have actually behaved you know so that's been a botheration for me because i thought that fi shorts would actually not increase beyond 20 30000 contracts because that's how it was in the post pandemic rally uh and now yes we were sitting at you know 80 90000 contracts over the last few days uh what is today's number i'll have to check uh so it is somewhere around 92000 also so the okay. main point is that they are sustaining at uh, you know 90000 mark okay okay not a big increase despite the last two days fall right you know, and, and and if i compare it with previous two major levels it's actually gone to 100 more than 125000 contracts and even till 200000 contracts so if i even go to that level so the, the other way of looking at it is it is that you are not oversold till the shorts have really built up at to a larger degree that's another angle and same in the us us all the shorts are cut does that mean on the way down again shorts will get added and before the us bear market is over you will again see record short positions in the us which is exactly how it happened in 2008 by the way so you can anybody who has cftc futures data historical can go and check uh, so that is a that is one kind of pattern that you see india we don't actually have fi data before 2012 because nse only didn't started to release it after 2012 Uh, but all the data from 2012 is on strike and you can actually scan through it and see the behavior at each point of time and make your own 
uh, inference or judgment based on that. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, if I have to call this something, you know, if I have, so, so the way I'm preparing for this, let's put it this way. Uh, moment the market started to weaken last week, I am not preparing for a correction to 18,100. I am preparing for a bear market. Okay. If it doesn't happen, fine. But if it does happen, I have to be prepared. And the reason for that is that uh, as human beings, once it's late, most of us will do nothing about it. Meaning that if you have a portfolio and it draws down 20%, chances are you will not sell even after it draws down 80%. You know, because you will keep feeling aray when a top penny veja. And my stock double ho gaya tha, when a double penny veja, and double ke baad upar se 10% bhi niche aata hai, aapka 80% profit ho raha hai, to bhi aap nahi vecho ge. Kyunki mene ho upar ka bhao dek liya, to ab me bech nahi sakta. Kyunki ab, ab wo upar ka bhao mera profit hai. We forget that we are in a profit, we start counting that loss from the high as a loss. Which is, which is notional, you never booked it. You know, so uh, these are all psychological and that's why it's called behavioral finance. Uh, there are various terminologies to explain each of these behavioral traits that we all have. Uh, uh, and different different names have been given to them. Uh, but without getting into the names, you just have to know that it's wrong behavior. The right behavior is when risk has to be adjusted, it has to be adjusted. And that is that is the mental training you have to have. You have to have a process. If this happens, this happens, this happens, I will take this action. End of story. Uske baad, you cannot go and question kitta tha, are mujhe tax bharna padega, ye kya karna padega, okay, uh, why should I book at a loss? It doesn't matter. Uh, what matters is what might happen tomorrow and are you prepared? And so, uh, I am prepared for a full-blown bear market. Uh, if it doesn't happen, great. But if it does, I will not be caught crying. Uh, the question is, what are you doing about it? Do you have a plan? Do you know what you will do if US goes into a recession or the whole world goes into a recession? Do you think the world goes into a recession and India will post positive growth? Actually, it might, you know. At the end of 2008-9 bear market, we still India still showed a GDP growth of 7%. But the stock market was down by 80%. So then you go and question why. Why did the GFC have such a negative impact on India when the GDP growth was 7%? So, markets can fail all logic because there are many other factors. That's why I said complete market analysis is not about a single data point growth or GDP. It cannot be a single data point study. It has to be a multiple data point study. You have to go into sentiment, positioning, liquidity, global, domestic and add it all up and then see where you are in the entire model of things. And then you might have some answer as to what can go right, what can go wrong and what should you do. And so that is that is the manifestation of my years of work in studying markets. So I think of it as a complete analysis, fundamentals, technical, sentiment, uh, economic. When you do all that, all these four and put it together, then your job is done. Uh, otherwise, your job is half-baked and, and your ability to change if these factors change. Uh, which is where execution comes in. So it's one thing to know the science of markets and another thing is to learn how to execute correctly and how to uh, be able to manage your portfolio and your portfolio risk both in good times and bad times. In good times, you don't want to de-risk too much. You want to ride the entire move, which requires a different approach. Okay, And uh, in bad times, you need to de-risk, uh, which requires a different approach. And each approach has to be 
uh, followed and absorbed so this is uh, this is it uh, and we have started this session late in the night because i was uh, out earlier in the evening but i had decided on monday ki monday ko karunga nahi to wednesday ko karunga so i made it a point that i do it today uh, what i will do uh, since i have already sort of clearly put out my narrative yeah i'll just say one more thing uh, strike still is running free i think today or tomorrow the futures part so we have various new segments going live the fundamental data points have gone live those of you who don't know entire fundamental 20 years of uh, data for all nse listed stocks is now on strike uh, with unique graphs and features which are not there probably on any other platform so it's not just data you can plot the, your choice of uh, balance sheet data points or pnl data points uh, graphically visually and you know take them away more such screens will go live in the coming days a lot of things we've thought about in the futures similarly futures and options the futures will go live first in the option sometime later this month so uh, that's the progress and so as long as we are building these blocks and you know making it uh, the best platform in this country i'm sure it is going to be it already is actually today according to me nothing that we have is available many of the things we have are not available anywhere and won't be because uh, it requires data mining it requ requires you to put together some of these data points every day you know and uh, that most people are not willing to do because it's hard work most people want to do it easy so we are doing it we are putting together that work uh, and so that is why we use the opportunity to use it free right now uh, and then i'm sure you'll get hooked because once you start using it it's very addictive and uh, yeah so that's uh, that's my take so go and do that uh, baki for my views go read the long shot report and we are going to be doing a long shot webinar on sunday so that's the last thing for me to announce before i take questions the webinar should be 9:30 am sunday you can register it from zoom we have put out the link on twitter so you can check that out uh, so there you can actually see more charts and uh, visuals of what we've really discussed uh, in the long shot report as well uh, and let your friends and colleagues know about this uh, so i can see requests now piling up uh, and so i will enable them and we'll get on by taking questions and i'm just going by the order in which twitter is showing me the requests okay so it's random and uh, we'll take as many as we can uh, till maybe half an hour uh, and then close so it's 10:40 which means still around 11:10 or so uh, so we'll try to be quick with your queues so that i can quickly answer and we can get more questions answered so let me start doing that by adding speakers Yeah, uh, yeah good evening uh, rohit ji i just wanted to ask you uh, actually i've been following you for a long long time now and uh, you have changed your views at some very appropriate times matlab you were uh, bullish uh, last time when everybody was bearish and now you are again bearish you have become bearish but uh, many other people are uh, on the twitter are already bearish but you have also changed it so your views so i am now little confident that the things are changing but now what i want to understand from you is this is based on the elliot wave principle or based on the data uh, you are, you follow uh, that is one question and secondly when you say now we are not we are going into a deeper bear market then what does it mean i mean what is the uh, uh, say it will last for a 6 months a year or so so 
is it a buy on dips kind of a market say if it falls 10% should we start again our sips or something or we refrain from uh, any investing uh so this is where you'll have to use a little bit of your imagination but i will try to answer some parts of that see because moment you ask me specific advice should i start sip i will not answer because that goes into now a regulatory aspect of the whole thing so i cannot tell you whether you should buy something sell something buy a mutual fund not buy a fund but if i tell you it's a bear market if i tell you that bear market uh see some people say bear market is not confirmed i'm saying prepare for a bear market if it doesn't happen who knows but i would like to prepare given that the us is signaling signaling a recession and whenever the us does go into a recession the snp typically falls 30% or more and if that happens then the indian markets also will can fall even more than that uh, or an equal amount and uh, that is the risk you have to protect yourself from now if that risk whatever that risk means to you for your portfolio is something you have to decide okay because it is your individual risk appetite willingness to hold for a 40% drawdown some people say stocks always fall 30% and recover okay some people sit through that and then two three of those stocks die and finish also so then it comes down to quality of stock there are so many sub questions what type of mid caps you are holding so i cannot know what you are doing and what what kind of actions you are taking so you will have to make that judgment call for yourself ki what is it that you will need to do uh, but if you ask me if i have to say that uh, is this a buy on dips market my simple answer would be well i'll not be in a hurry to call this call the end of this move because uh, if i say there's a risk of this going into a bear market then what i'm really saying is pata nahi kya hoga you know so can i really judge in advance i'd rather judge in hindsight okay yeah so it was it was because of the elliot waves or charts or because of the data you have come to this conclusion it's always a combination of things uh elliot waves does play a role in that elliot waves helps us in see so one of the things about a wave analysis is uh while it is considered predictive in nature the method of marking waves is actually eliminatory in nature by eliminatory i mean we can eliminate that which is not possible versus that which is possible so uh say for example if i have to eliminate the idea that this can be a bear market rally or not So one of the levels for that was actually twenty thousand. So we only went around two hundred points above twenty thousand, twenty thousand two hundred, which is not significant enough to say that uh, we've eliminated the possibility uh, altogether. You know, otherwise twenty one, twenty two consolidation breakout should have meant that this is a new move runaway, and I was calling it that for a while. But uh, failure to get past twenty thousand keeps the risks on the table. so that is what elliot waves tells us all it tells us is that the risks have not gone away now i have to prepare ki what what all, what all can be the possible risk outcomes thank you thanks a lot yeah thank you hirin hirin b305 Okay, is dropped off. Cotton.
કે ભાવ ભગવાન છે આઈ સી લોટ ઓફ પીપલ હુ રિક્વેસ્ટેડ આર ડ્રોપિંગ ઓફ કૌશલ હેલો સર યસ so actually i mean now there's no specific questions but uh, i mean the current situation we are not seeing for the first time i mean i just joined so 3 years back only in this market or so hmm. what i'm wondering within this 3 years also we have seen i mean i mean uh, you know uh, similar kind of situations again but the good part was that market has always come up so yes the only question remains is that uh, i mean the situation like war or the usa yield and all that goes uh, how long or so as you rightly mentioned about uh, yes it could be a situation or some time or so but eventually indian market has always come up when we compare across all the economies across the world we are the good so certainly our revival part would be the more or so it is just an observation is not a question sir but uh, maybe anything you what i mean if you have any પોર્ટફોલિયો Now, if you feel that it's okay, I don't care about drawdown. They are part and parcel of the game. No problem. Right. The world will, world will never come to an end. Even if there is World War II, we have survived. So, so if you are asking me an existential question, uh, then that is different. The world will not come to an end. But if you are asking, are you? But my question is, you have to question yourself on what drawdown risk you want to do. deal with yeah sure sir. thanks yeah harish subham I Rohit uh, just wanted to know your view on uh, dollar index uh, can we see a new uh, 52 week high um, or uh, the, uh, it, it's an a bear market so i have spent a long time thinking that it is a bear market now i am dealing with that conflict because uh, it has worked out at times like in 2017 18 i thought so it created a very good rally in the metal sector the same happened again in 2020 but despite that the dollar seems to always come back it is doing so right now uh, it has not surpassed 61% of the fall so to that extent i can still make an argument that the dollar peaked in 2022 and is only going to make a lower high at the same time uh, what i have written about in the long shot report is that on the quarterly chart it's actually taken support on the 20 quarter average and bounced back which on a quarterly chart makes it look like it is still in an uptrend so i'm dealing with this conflict Uh, without a perfect answer what has happened in the last 3 days though is uh, at least in the short term the dollar has fallen corrective taken support on the 40 day average and bounced back to rise again so which means that in the near term it doesn't look like the dollar has stopped out yet 
okay it gave a short term top pulled back but it is moving higher again so we'll have to give it some more time uh, but is it still inside a bear market from the high it made at 114.15 a year ago i think if it surpasses 61.8% i would significantly reduce that possibility so i think 61 50% was 107 we are almost close to getting past that once we close that uh, i'll have to check what is the exact number for 61% retracement overall but that would be the point at which we probably discard the bear market thesis but right now i'm keeping both possibilities open uh, but near term looking more that the dollar can still rise and so there is still that risk on the table so do you think uh, there are uh, more possibility of rate hikes yeah that's a that's a valid question uh, i would have thought no uh but what happens with with the fed is that it tends to follow the bond market now this time around the bond market has been behind the fed the fed has raised rates faster than the bond market usually the fed raises rates only after the bond market falls uh so because of this gap uh, i think they have some time to think about this question uh, but if bond yields go way above the fed funds rate the fed will raise rates uh right now we are not there yet so right now very near term i would think nothing will happen in the current meeting if you say they'll probably not raise rates okay and uh, my final question how about rate cuts not till sometime in 2024 so yeah, just now the market was pricing uh, some two or three cuts uh, starting uh, as early as h2 uh, uh, 24 Yeah, so H two twenty four is a long way, right? It's like nine months away. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Chirag. Hello. Yes. Uh, yes, sir. My question is regarding a U.S. twenty plus year Treasury yield. What are the indicators looking for that uh, when uh, that uh, yield will come down? so uh, one of the factors of course is inflation itself and the fed has chosen to look at something known as the core pce number not ppi not wpi so ppi numbers have almost gone to zero okay mm-hmm. but uh, uh, core pce is stuck at you know plus or minus 4% and so as long as it is stuck over there uh, they are going to keep uh, rates steady till they see it cool off Uh, so that is going to be the main point from the fed's angle and so bond yields also are tending to rise on the back of that the other factor which affects bond yields directly is the us borrowing so you know you've heard about the debt ceiling more recently they were talking about a us shutdown at the end of september what all this is that now that they have said no debt ceiling and no shutdown it means that the us is going to borrow and spend another trillion uh, dollars for the year and uh, they need to service that in terms of interest and new bond issuances so if they are going to issue new bonds the question is who's going to buy them and that is sort of causing the selling in the bond market the third angle is purely geopolitical wherein you know the war with russia the war with ukraine or china's you know issues with us uh, on various imports and other issues is leading to uh, you know sales of bonds and some of the biggest holders were russia china uh, russia has reduced its holding significantly china keeps doing that from time to time so these pressure points that are self created you know in in the geopolitical space are also adding to the pressure on the bond market but the us 
Treasury's borrowing program itself is one big one uh, that is there apart from just inflation. Okay, sir. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Sunny Pariyani. Sir, can you please give your views on gold, silver, and uh, any sector where we can hide or we can build position? Well, the only sector to hide, typically we think of defenses, but uh, severe bear markets, everything goes down. So we've hardly seen something get saved defensively. Uh, when the Y2K bubble popped, there's only one stock I remember that probably didn't fall at all throughout that bear market and that was HDFC Bank. Uh, it cannot be true every time. That was a different period of time right now. The opposite is true uh, for HDFC. It's the only stock not performing on the way upside. So, will there be that one stock which will hold out? We don't know which one that will be. But uh, in a severe bear market, we've seen every sector go down historically, whether it's 08, 2000 or even the pandemic. So, there's usually no place to hide in a severe bear market. You know, if it, And if it's not a severe bear market, then it would be easier. You can always find a relative outperformance uh, stock. And one of the best ways now to do it is if you simply go to strike and put a do a heat map, a dated heat map, you know, from one date to another. Between these dates when the market is down or up, uh, what sector or stock is outperforming, you can very quickly find out where the performance is and allocate accordingly. But that all true and that all works as long as you're not in a severe bear market. So, so the risk I'm highlighting now is what if you enter a severe bear market and if you do, then there is no place to hide. And sir, what are your views on gold and silver? See, for Indian investors, uh, they remain the holy grail simply because uh, when the dollar falls, gold goes up in dollar terms. When the dollar rises, then USDNR goes up and gold goes up in rupee terms. So net-net, uh, the drawdowns in rupee terms are usually less. And therefore, it's a very good diversification for Indian investors to have in, in such a phase. Uh, uh, and that is a proper asset, uh, asset diversification, right? If you try to diversify within equity, uh, like I said earlier, all equities go down, you don't get a diversification. Gold is a good diversification because it's a currency hedge along with, uh, uh, you know, anything else. So, so I, I broadly looking at the chart, like at the I, I posted a chart, I think, uh, 10 days ago, it's on Twitter also, that both these uh, gold and silver, when they had fallen very sharply, they were below that 20-month averages. But now, intra-month, they have recovered. And we'll you can watch for the next 3-4 days once the month is over. If we manage to close up of the 20-month average, it would be a very good sign that you're saved and a very important support. And so that would signal that the larger trend is still intact for gold and silver. But I would have a preference towards gold because historically we've seen silver sometimes ends up behaving like a commercial uh, metal. Okay. And uh, gold still behaves like a precious metal. We saw that even, even in COVID, right? COVID gold didn't fall that much. Silver just broke the previous quarterly lows also. So, uh, so that is where uh, if I have a preference between the two, it will be gold. So, silver can surprise sometimes uh, by breaking away from the gold price. And that's something that uh, I cannot really acknowledge. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Ashok Nayadish. Good evening, Roy. Good evening. See, 
everything was uh, going well only i think the war war and only war is causing such a turmoil uh, no i am not giving the war so much importance uh, even after the israeli attacks the nifty managed to bounce back slightly higher uh, i think war, see when we when you talk of war it also goes into social theory and socionomics Uh, which is a very detailed study that Prechter did on such events, is that such events actually follow wave C of bear markets. Okay, uh, wars. This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. Uh, any kind of disturbance, social unrest, all of these things tend to happen when wave C of a bear market actually starts. and so it may be an outcome of an already worsening social mood since the peak that we've seen this year in july uh and therefore uh, uh it's more a result rather than a cause uh, but definitely it will continue to haunt us for some time uh, but the real issue i think is us economy slowing down and going to a recession i think that is that is a bigger factor right now in my head uh whatever the cause of that recession may be whether it ends up being just the high interest rates or whether it ends up being war uh whatever the reason i mean we are actually he thinks that we are heading for a third world war kind of situation yeah i, I cannot really predict that uh so that is what it is okay thank you kamini kamini roy milind kolhatkar Yeah, hi Rohit. My question hi. is about the U.S. Fed action. Uh, they were stubborn earlier, saying that inflation is transitory, and now they are saying it should go to two percent. But with the recession on the horizon, what is the chance that they pivot again to the surprise of the market? So, uh, so, so there are two angles to this. One is that if inflation data was really cooling off and they were cutting rates, then definitely it would be bonds rallying and stocks rallying together. Something that I was, uh, you know, harping about a month or two ago. Uh, but now the situation is that if you if you tip into a recession and you start getting rate cuts, history shows that the first rate cut doesn't have an impact. if you just see 2000 or 2008 it takes at least up to six rate cuts before the market or the economy even starts to turn so that's like a long drawn process imagine they cut rates 25 basis points tomorrow does that mean that we are done uh, probably not because once you have significantly slowed things down and people are firing people and then there's a recessionary cycle and unemployment is going up a 25 basis points cut does just doesn't do enough now will they be so aggressive that they will cut 300 basis points overnight and start doing qe that's a different ball game okay uh, but right after an inflationary cycle you th- think they are going to go into hyper printing mode 
so it's a very very tough call uh, we can imagine all these things but the economic gravity doesn't suggest that you will move that in that direction forget economic even the political gravity so uh, so i think we just take it one step at a time yeah and just a follow up question so we always talk about two year and 10 year spread then it was inverted and now it is getting steepened etc now this is something known to the fed also in a sense they also watch it possibly yeah so if if the data is not showing recession as yet because the us economy is still strong hmm. but the the spread is inverted and now steepening etc so the fed also knows that this could be a possible possible recession signal and the rate changes always have a lag so is it as in won't they act right are they if the market is so smart then are they so stupid i i know what you're getting at uh, but uh, uh, all we have in our hand is market signals right so we try to think that way we all know that oh yes there's so much us credit outstanding they cannot really raise rates but as of now they are still signaling higher for longer so uh, so if you ask someone like me who's been waiting for them to move in that direction that well they, a lot of people didn't expect them to even raise rates and keep them where they are right now simply because of all the borrowing that they have to do fact is they have already done it and so it's bizarre you know if, if one year ago a lot of people would not have even imagined that this was possible so that is why uh, uh, i really uh, i i really don't know if i can you know if we can keep thinking that way because if it had to happen it should have happened and the fact if they are not uh, taking actions in that direction then uh, we have to think about the alternate yeah thanks thanks sir thank you shivapak kalul okay parish 6972 hello hi rohit welcome yeah hi so my question is that you know uh, you have talked about the um, us recession being as one of the key factors which is making you prepare for the bear market yeah and you don't see much possibility of a qe or a rate cut to stimulate their economy given the overall macro scenario now that is the external part so my the two questions one is that in case there is slowdown in the world economy uh, crude should come down logically right so how good is that for india and secondly uh, there is this wall of money which people love to call it 15 16 thousand crores of mutual fund sips every month so how will that affect how will that play out you think that will stop or if it continues how will it hold up the markets or will it not thank you so uh, so you asked me one question which is related to sip flows 
Yeah, that was the main question actually. I mean, what? How do you see the SIP flows and their effect on the market panning out? So, see, when when it comes to liquidity, you know, so I try to explain this in a very simplistic fashion. Uh, we often think that there is one driving force in the market, but for every buyer, there is a seller. So, so you know, if anybody who's dealt in real estate should be able to imagine that real estate prices don't move in real time; like they go from deal to deal. But it is still a market, right? So when you're doing one deal, a buyer and seller, there's a bid and an ask, and then you decide, okay, this is the correct rate, and then you do a transaction. So finally, that value that you put on the property is your perception. Your perception versus his perception that determines it. The only difference in the stock market is the, is that same process is going on, but at lightning speed. There are different people buying and selling. So if DIs are buying. Or SIPs are coming in. For every SIP rupee coming in, there's a seller on the other side. Today, that seller is an FII. Yesterday, the FII could have been a buyer, and the DII could have been a seller. So, whoever is the buyer or seller doesn't matter. It's the perception of price that finally drives the prices higher or lower. If you perceive that you know this is worth more, you drive the prices higher. And if you perceive that it is worth less, you drive the prices lower. And so it doesn't really matter if SIP SIP flows are there and can they save the market? Uh, it's theoretical. You know what if FII outflows are there? You know that in the month of uh, both August and September, and now I think almost in October, the net FII cash market flows have been running in thousands of crores. And with that kind of number, uh, why are we giving only one side of the equation? Importance, right? So if I just take monthly data, okay, monthly data uh, is twenty thousand crores outflow for August, twenty six thousand crores outflow for September, nineteen thousand one hundred and sixty six out crores so far for October. Okay, now if I switch that to DII, what is the similar number for the last three months? Twenty five thousand crores for DII buying, twenty thousand crores for September, nineteen thousand seven hundred crore for October. So here you have it an almost equal equation between the two, one buyer and one seller. Who was the driver of the market? So if the market falls, you will say FII bechera isli gir raha hai. Market goes up, you will say DII kharida raha isli upar ja raha hai. You want a justification. Human mind wants to justify everything. So we'll justify. But is that a correct justification? Yeah, sorry to interrupt, but uh, I get what you're saying. My question was that. Uh, you know, many of these SIPs they are automated. You know, people are not really thinking. They are going about their jobs. They are just put an SIP, and many of them are not even reviewing it. So it's a sort of you know, it's not a call on the market. It just keeps coming in. So that's the reason I was asking. But I, I get what you say. Yeah, uh, my so my my real point is it can go both ways. You can have a market fall fifty percent with SIPs coming in. Hmm. And then all of a sudden they are stuck, and maybe at some point they'll get scared and stop putting SIP. So that that we'll only know in hindsight. Uh, like I'll give you an opposite thing that when 2000 Y2K bubble popped, FII flows in India used to be barely few hundred, five hundred crores a month, and so on. During that bear market, it jumped to three thousand in May of 2000. It jumped to three thousand crores for that month. It was the highest ever. It was a huge amount, but the market still crashed. It didn't matter that they were bringing in three thousand crores for that particular month. Hmm. 
so yeah right. i mean clues are nice they they help us make narratives even i talk about it sometimes but the real logic is not there actually yeah you you mean to say they might end up buying at lower prices that's all yeah okay and i also, related question was on the crude i mean i i of course when the oil, economy falls uh, so yeah, i tell you oil prices what you are saying is if they come down is it good for india i mean see that's again uh, that's again uh, the economy i didn't mean for the market sorry i meant for the economy <laughs> yeah but it, see so so there are there are two completely different things i mean yeah. low oil prices means cost of uh, things come down okay good uh, economy meaning if i think about current account deficit okay or trade deficit fine i need to import less oil uh all at less yeah i need to spend less on importing that oil not less oil but importing less so that is one side of the equation the other side is what do low oil prices really mean it also means that demand is gone mm. so it is an actual economic indicator that if prices are coming down for oil that means you don't have enough demand for the existing oil and if demand is low then is the economy really doing well so okay. finally if you put an oil price and you put a nifty on top of each other you will find that when oil prices are down nifty is also down right and yeah that's true yeah so therefore there is more a direct economic correlation because oil actually reflects demand and supply it's only at the point when the only point where oil becomes a problem is when it moves up very fast rather than slowly and when does it move very fast when there is a external event like a geopolitical one as we are getting right now or what happened when russia and ukraine happened and then oil shot up to 135 and the market sold off those kind of events have a immediate impact but uh, when it's a slow and steady move then usually it's related to demand supply and economy which is not always negative right uh, is there any and just a small question is there any sector at all which you would say that it could still overperform i mean uh, outperform even in the downside so so I, i this question i had some time back the simple answer is that if this is a correction inside a bull market yes there would be sectors and the sectors would be those which are relatively outperforming but if this does translate into a bear market because your us goes into a recession or something like that then usually there is no place to hide and then then your alternate sector is not a sector but it will have to be an alternate asset class like gold right thank you right uh, can, can i come in? yeah please do yeah there are two questions of mine uh, uh, uh see uh, at what point of time it will be you will confirm from and it will be a confirmation that we are going into a uh, into a bear market and not the and this is not a normal correction in a, a bull market and point to if as you are saying us will go into recession then only the uh, it uh, sector itself uh, is going on uh, they are not receiving the order flow is uh, getting slowing down so what will be more impact on as a on it sector specifically i mean i think the answer is obvious i mean if the world slows down the it sector has the most direct impact hello and yeah, second yeah. question 
Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And, and what time you will confirm that this will be a, a, a going into a bear market and not this is in a correction? I mean, what or at what level you will say that yes, this is a confirmed bear market? Possibly one such level is going to be eighteen thousand one hundred, where we will increase the probability. Okay. uh the second one where the probability will increase more second more significantly should be at around uh, i'll tell you it will be much much lower if you see the difference between confirmed and uh, judgmental is so will be at around say 17980 so it is a, a nice one is 900 to 18100 Or yeah. closing below on the closing basis, we are saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Hi, sir. May I come in? Yeah. So, uh, being to, uh, 2024 being an election year, so U.S. government will uh, try to do something or another to postpone the recession or like evade the recession, right? So, what are the factors we need to look at? Uh, the bear market thesis is not working or not hmm if all the highs are surpassed okay so uh, so one more question so uh, considering uh, this is going to be like uh, 12 months 16 months or 18 months bear market so we will be definitely getting some kind of rally in between right so for the last 3 months september i mean august september and october we have been like red uh, closing for uh, more most of the us indices right so uh, what kind of rally we can expect in between like 10% 15% kind of rallies we can expect yeah they do happen when they happen is the big question you typically get these 50% retracement rallies uh, somewhere in between uh, so uh, suppose if you uh, indian uh, fisr like uh, 2 lakh contract shorts on uh, uh, indian market we can expect a rally of like 10% 15% see I, i always combine the positioning with my wave structure Okay. but yeah if the wave structure supports the idea that yes a fall one leg of the fall is complete and you have a setup where the positioning is short then yes the answer would be yes at that point of time so uh, so ideal bear market will be somewhere around 16 to 18 months or more, more than that sir yeah that is that is usually the case 15 to 18 months is correct thank you that's a good evening Yeah. Yeah. Sir, uh, I have a personal question to ask. That I've been clearing this NIHM exam and I'm planning for the CFT exam, but I'm a little confused. What is the use of it? How should I get a SEBI license? What is the process? What is the use of these certificates which I'm collecting? No, but why are you collecting these like uh, these? Sir, I have nothing to do at home, so I'm doing this. was a very tough question to me because <laughs> see everything is with a purpose if you're giving an ri exam it is because you want to become an advisor 
if you're giving nism exams uh, depends on which nism exam there's an nism exam for research analyst there is an nism exam to become a uh, advisor just... there is an nism exam to learn derivatives so there are different exams for different purposes there are sir, dealer exams there are so I'll, I'll tell you sir what my plan is i've cleared that equity derivative now i'm going for cft after that i'll clear that portfolio manager and research analyst okay the, four five certificates that is i'm just doing for fun but what i was thinking that how should i use it what is the use of it use of it is that if you're looking for a job in that particular field i mean if you give a research analyst and portfolio management exam are you looking at getting a job as a research analyst no initially i i gave that equity derivative exam because i read that it is the toughest exam in nsm series hmm. so i gave that i cleared that so now there is no fun but what is the use of equity derivative certificate now i'm searching and i'm finding that it is of no use i i'm just curious to know is there any use of this equity derivative certificate so there used to be one use uh, very long back and it may still be true uh, that when you actually get a broking terminal na mm-hmm. then these certificates have to be submitted to the exchange you mean to say if i have my own broking terminal stock brokers license you mean yeah if you you get a sub broking terminal the number of terminals you have say so so for example you are a sub broker you say you say you want five nse terminals for five dealers to sit mm-hmm. for every terminal you need one certificate okay for, for and how much money can be managed in one terminal i know that is a, that depends on how much margin you keep with the exchange it has nothing to do with the certificate Yeah, I mean to say, okay. And so, how to get the SEBI's license? What exam should I pass for becoming a subbroker? But I don't know how many licenses there are. Thirty-five licenses which SEBI gives. Investment advisor license, I mean. Yes, but what you want to do, na? If you want to do become an investment advisor, if you want to give advice to other people, then you give investment advisory license. Oh, for advance. If you want to write research reports with a buy recommendation, sell recommendation, you want to write a report and send to people, and want to charge people money for that report, mm-hmm. then you take a research analyst uh, regulation exam. And sir, which exam should I give for investment advisor license? There is a I. There is an exam for investment advisor. Uh, specifically for this. Yeah, yeah. And there is no use of CFT in India. not really not from a regulatory perspective cft okay. and all is maybe used i mean see nobody asks for it okay but that is if you want to become a technical analyst you want to study charts and you want to write about charts and you do cft it may look nice on your resume but nobody really asks it as a prerequisite as of today and so one more how much money do a person need to start a prop desk and what are the legalities of it in short if you want to comment I don't know. I have not run a prop desk, but uh, so I can't talk about legality. Money is really depends on size. You can do it with a two crore also. You can do with a ten crore also. Okay. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Wait, sir. Can I come in? Hmm. Yeah. So my question was, what is your view on crypto as a whole? Uh, seeing this scenario unfold. Uh, as with gold in such situations, uh, you are saying Bitcoin. crypto. Yeah, Bitcoin. I mean, Bitcoin is a tricky space because uh, 
cryptos sometimes usually in my mind they go up based on the dollar okay now recently they have jumped up a lot even though the dollar has been flat mm-hmm. uh so technically the whole thing looks nice uh should be traded technically only uh but there is a strong correlation with dollar so when the dollar goes up i don't know how long bitcoin will go up so it's slightly tricky i i i'm not very comfortable with that space okay my question was that uh, in such situations when all the equities are getting hit in kind of bear market when people are looking for some kind of commodity investment along with gold the digital good the gold at least we know gold at least we know as a commodity क्रिप्टो का क्रिप्टो का तो कोई भगवान नहीं है कल गवर्नमेंट बोल देगा कि ये सब टेररिस्ट यूज करते हैं ऐसे बंद करो खत्म हो गया आपका क्रिप्टो सो व्हेन इट इज सच अ अनरेगुलेटेड एंड अनस्पेसिफाइड स्पेस एंड द ओनली रीजन दे आर नॉट स्टॉपिंग इट इज बिकॉज़ पीपल लाइक आई डोंट आई शुडंट से यू बट इन जनरल पीपल आर रैंडमली जस्ट पुटिंग देयर मनी देयर दैट दे आर नॉट शटिंग इट डाउन if they shut it down everybody will lose money so theek hai khelo but the day they get angry they feel ki nahi this is not good for society they will shut it down then what will you do but sir then uh, the black rock and all such uh, organizations entering it theek hai yaar i don't know anything about crypto i just look at the chart and write about it but if you ask me fundamentals of crypto mujhe zero pata hai okay. i'm the wrong person to ask about cryptos गोल्ड इज अ गुड हेज इन अ बैड मार्केट क्रिप्टो आई हैव नो आइडिया गुड इवनिंग शरद जी आर यू डूइंग वेरी वेल आई कैन आस्क यू क्वेश्चन येस यू कैन एब्सिंग वेरियस क्वेश्चन आई नो हाउ वुड ओल्ड हिंदी मूवीज डू एज इन्वेस्टमेंट वॉट वुड बी द इफेक्ट ऑफ टेन इयर इल्ड ऑन ऑन द मूवी बिज दस टफ क्वेश्चन बट आई कैन से ओल्ड हिंदी मूवीज फॉर सम रीजन हैव बीन अ डेप्रिशिएटिंग एसेट unlike unlike paintings whose value goes up over time movies value doesn't go up over time i'm trying to make is hmm what are we talking and what are we discussing we, we don't know a b c d of anything what's yeah. happening there kaam ka baat karne ka aur ye ye sab log bolte hai bear market bull market yeah Results are so bloody dirty. Yeah. So, Kaika, अगर war भी नहीं होता ना, हम्म, तो गड़ जाता था. हम्म. ऐसा result पे पचास साठ सत्तर अस्सी का अभी कैसे हो सकता है यार? ये ये बावलापन है. ये दो तीन साल में जो लोग आया ना नया, उनको लगता है मंदी हो ही नहीं सकता है. और मंदी होता है तो वो कोटा होता है इंडियन मार्केट कभी नीचे ही नहीं जा सकता है अभी ऐसा स्टेटमेंट करता है कैसा चलेगा भाई इक्विटी विल बी वैल्यूड एज फॉर द फंडामेंटल्स 
इन द लॉन्ग रन टेक महिंद्रा का रिजल्ट आया इट इज अफ्टी फिफ्टी स्टॉक तो ये तीन सौ चार सौ होने को कौन अटकाएगा चार परसेंट मार्जिन है तभी तो वो आप भी बोलते उन्नीस आठ सौ अस्सी हुआ ये हुआ वो हुआ अरे कुछ नहीं हुआ वॉर भी नहीं हुआ रिजल्ट ही बोगस है सब एच डी एफ सी बैंक ये वो सब एक्सिस का या माँ बोगस रिजल्ट तो इन्फोसिस बोगस टी सी एस बोगस तो निफ्टी इज ऑफ ऑल देयर्स तो वो घटना ही है रीजन है वो और टेन ईयर पांच टका हो गया अरे पांच टका अपने को क्या लेना देना है और लास्ट दो बात है मेरे को लगता है ये डॉलर रूपी बहुत ऊंचा जाएगा द मोमेंट इट ब्रेक्स इट इज फोर हाफ नाइनटी नाइन इज ऑन द कार्ड्स और और रोहित भाई डोंट बी सरप्राइज इफ यू ट्रांसफर मनी अंडर अपने एल आर एस तो यू हैव टू पे ट्वेंटी परसेंट टैक्स सो इट वर्क्स आउट टू हंड्रेड एंड वन रुपीज तो वो रेट तो आएगा ही पक्का आएगा डिमोन के टाइम में वो गोल्ड तीस इकतीस हजार था बत्तीस हजार लोगों ने पचास हजार में लिया साठ हजार में लिया तो आया वो भाव सो द रेट्स हैव अ वेरी डर्टी हैबिट ऑफ रीचिंग नाउ लास्टली आई कॉन्स्टेंटली बिलीव दैट इन फेब्रुआरी टू थाउजेंड सिक्स और उधर से बीस हजार समथिंग हुआ इट वॉज ओनली अ करेक्टिव मूव एडेड बाई डेप्रिशन ऑफ रूपी एंड वेरियस अदर फैक्टर्स द अर्निंग्स ऑफ द कंपनी हैव नॉट गॉन अप ओनली थिंग इज दैट द इनकम टैक्स हैज बीन रिड्यूस फ्रॉम थर्टी थ्री टू ट्वेंटी फाइव परसेंट सो ऑन द होल तेरह हजार उसका आधा या सिक्सटी वन परसेंट वो आएगा वापस आएगा विथ दिस काइंड ऑफ रिजल्ट एनी सेंसिबल पर्सन विल गेट आउट ऑफ इक्विटी वो दो साल पांच साल मेरा भाव आएगा वो कुछ आने वाला नहीं है वो यूनिटेक वॉज अ निफ्टी स्टॉक जेपीएसोसिएट वॉज अ निफ्टी स्टॉक सुजलॉन वो सब आता नहीं है ए ए पोली कैब है दो सौ हो जाएगा <coughs> हर तेजी में कोई नया बबल आता है आप लोग बच के रहना आप मर जाओगे एंड डोंट बी इन रश कि नहीं कुछ तो लेना ही चाहिए नहीं भाई स्टॉक्स आर नॉट एन एसेंशियल कमोडिटी इट्स नॉट ब्रेड और रोटी कि आपको चाहिए मत लो ना वो थोड़ा टाइम के लिए और आज तो रोहित भाई ने भी बोल दिया मंदी है ये हम तो दो साल से बोलते हैं मंदी है लेकिन रोहित भाई का कैलकुलेशन के हिसाब से बराबर होता है अपने तो अंगूठा चाप है 
please don't buy any stock just because it is available at 50% discount or 60% discount that's it so bye thank you yeah yeah thanks thanks sharadji uh pralada uh, hello sir yeah thanks thanks for the space really interesting actually sir i am uh, looking uh, so what i understand is the bear market has started as per what you saying so uh, so uh, how to save ourselves what i am thinking is to move from small cap to large cap to more maybe little gold or liquid fund something like that so i just wanted to check how to how to save i mean maximize minimize the losses and maximize the returns my tenure is like 10 years so next one one and a half year how do i invest i mean portfolio but yeah, see and... see again now some time back i have had this question about this sector or that sector and the answer is in a bear market okay uh, if you get a bear market okay then there is no place to hide aap mid cap se large cap mein jaoge to aisa nahi hai ki large cap will not fall you can only say okay this will fall less it's not going to go up so you can only try to limit your drawdown ki chalo mid cap 70% girega to mera large cap jo hai 50% girega that's the only difference you can make so uh, why would you be in a hurry to do anything rather uh, create cash and wait for there to be blood on the streets right the very old saying is buy when there is blood on the streets where is the blood right now Sir, sir, but they also say it's a falling knife. No, but when do I re-enter? What is my question? Is like how, when do I when know the, that when se- when, senti- when sentiment reaches an extreme? Mm-hmm. So I have spoken about sentiment now, and I have also spoken that unfortunately sentiment data earlier would not be available, but we've kept it on record for long, and now it is available. Available where on our strike platform? So something you'll have to spend some time doing is learning to read sentiment data. uh what is the positioning fii's dii's put call ratio etc what all that tells you is when you have reached that extreme the very question you are answering ki falling knife kahan pe rukega uh i don't do it by magic i mean you can go back and check if if i was sounding very bullish at march 2023 is lows at what was it 16800 it's a combination of factors if you read the long shot report i have written then it includes the 197000 contract short by fii's but simultaneously on the other end dis being the longest since you know their history and data available so you have this kind of extreme uh, things which suddenly happen or you had nifty premiums in december of last year suddenly shoot up to 200 points which was the highest and the next three months the market is falling so you look for these kind of data points which then support your idea of uh, you know when you catch a falling knife and when you don't so to believe that you know uh, you can't do that and therefore let us buy at any level is not correct because the science and knowledge is incomplete thank you sir thank you yeah thank you niharatal Nihar. Uh, yes, sir. I just asked my question. Oh, okay. You did. Varun. Okay. Sir, I just asked my question some time back. Okay, okay. I am. Yeah, because so I need to change the speaker list. Badal. Yeah. 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 Ye
yes a good evening yeah uh, so my question was regarding the vix as per many analysts uh, they all say that whenever the vix is at the lower level uh, you have to just empty your demat and sit with the cash in your hand and wait for the appropriate level for the market and for the correction and all uh, so as the topic is bear market or a correction so i just wanted to ask that why is vix not going up even if the market has corrected almost about 5% and where we can think that the market has completed the correction after what level like upside which level that we can think that the market has ended the correction and market is not going into a bear market based on wicks right yes sir right okay so i'll give you the extreme levels of wicks yes sir uh, you will also find the chart of that if you go to india charts under i think either intermarket analysis or some some segment uh one second see the india wicks see typically at market highs reaches close to an 8 9% kind of range uh but of course that doesn't mean the moment it reaches there things turn sometimes it can take time so for example the india wicks was at 8 9% since the month of uh, i think june july itself but the final reversal has only happened in september october so it took some time now you asking the reverse at the bottoms what would be the case now there are two ranges one is that we've seen the wick stop out many times close to around uh, 35% okay but on a few occasions it has gone beyond that all the way to around 85% so 85% was reached in 2008 that was a severe bear market and 85% mm. was also reached at the bottom of uh, covid 2020 oh. okay so extreme bear markets you end up over there but many of the interim corrections which happened in 2011 2014 2019 and even this year when we went to 15200 uh, the wicks had crossed 30% and came close to 35 you know so somewhere in that range Uh, but sir, I just wanted to ask, like, even the market has uh, given a correction of five percent, but still we are not seeing any spike in the wicks. Which like, means? at least it should be. Which means? Uh, that is what I want to ask you. So, what is what does this mean? Like, it even means, we are going for more correction. It, it means Delhi dure. Delhi dure. मतलब correction बड़ा हो सकता है. Yeah, the market has not panicked yet. You see, people like somebody came in the beginning saying, "Ki sir, आप आज में अभी बोल रहे हो मंदी है कई लोग पहले से मंदी में थे अगर पूरी दुनिया मंदी में थी तो पैनिक किधर है विक्स आठ पे क्या कर रहा है बराबर तो पैनिक तो तब होगा जब विक्स तीस होएगा Yes, sir. So still there is no fear in the market and many people are still hoping that market might go up still. Absolutely. Yes, yes. So thank you very much. Sir. I can uh, button. Yes, please do. This India VIX is calculated, or any VIX is calculated based on the option premium. Yeah. In India, the option writers are so bloody stupid. They are haphazard. They don't follow any rules. They just want to a uh, a uh, peak two rupees, one rupee, and all that. that is why you feel that the vix is very low but in fact if you see the at the money options the vix is very high so it's a misnomer if you look at the whole number uh, published by nsc because it captures option written by stupid people 
there's the answer. VIX is very high in India. I I play a lot of options, stock options. They are high. Who says yeah, it's yeah. low? Yeah, in in stock options, you're right. Stock options, it is uh, it is high. No, uh, but I think I think. I'm not okay. sure whether the Nifty, this VIX is only including Nifty. Is it? I, that I don't know. I'll have to check. No, I also don't know. But uh, suppose if you take Nifty, hmm. Stradle, yeah. it is almost 600 bucks. Yeah, that's too much. Hmm. Bola VIX come hai. 600 rupiah Stradle in November ka. Hmm. So, who would say it is, is Sasta hai bhai? But 600 rupees at a 19,800. Yes. So, percentage October में एक जन का मैं करता हूँ स्ट्रेडल राइटिंग मेरे को 510 रुपया मिला था आज क्या भाव है 19,100 है वो अभी भी 110 रुपया प्रॉफिट में है लेकिन उसने तो बहुत कुछ कर लिया सो डोंट थिंक दिस वीक्स इज लो इट्स अ मिसनोमर वो ये ये जो विंग्स गिनता है ना उसमें सब ऊपर नीचे का ऑप्शन आ जाता है वो तो चाराना आठाना रहता है बट लुक एट द मनी एट द मनी देखो और जज फॉर योरसेल्फ दे आर टू हाई दैट्स अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग हां इट्स अ वेरी नो इट्स एन इंटरेस्टिंग थॉट सो जस्ट टू टेल पीपल what i used to do before india wix was actually available when the wix was not available i used to calculate exactly what you said the add the money options volatility on a daily basis on an excel sheet using an options calculator so therefore you were looking at the most liquid add the money call option and put option and then looking at what is the volatility of that uh, and once wix started coming then dheere dheere wo apna khud ka likhna band kar diya lazy ho gaye but aapki baat sach hai इसमें और इसमें ये डेटा पॉइंट जिस तरह वॉलेटाइल होता है भी दिन दिन में एक ही दिन में और आठ टका भी दिख रहा है और बारह टका भी दिख रहा है विच इज वेरी अनयूजल एक्चुअली इट शुडेंट नहीं नहीं लेकिन लास्ट एक्सपायरी हुआ था उन्नीस हजार पांच सौ तेईस पे और पांच सौ का लिखा पांच सौ दस में आज एक दिन बाकी है टूमोरो और वो तो स्क्वेरअप उसने चार दिन पहले कर दिया था साढ़े तीन सौ में तो हाउ इट इज लो यार कौन बेवकूफ बोलता है कि वोलेटिलिटी इंडेक्स हाँ यस यू आर हंड्रेड परसेंट राइट की इंडेक्स शोज कि ये वोलेटिलिटी लो है अरे नहीं है यार बहुत महंगा है अपना इंडिया में ऑप्शन वो आप एक दो रुपया का देखते हो इसके लिए लगता है सस्ता है Hmm. So, if you look at uh, at the money and judge anything, Indian options are damn expensive. The most cheapest options are in US. Okay, 
Yeah. And there the VIX is showing R21. And here the options are most expensive. It's showing uh, whatever, 10 or 11. See, the best thing is don't look at such numbers. They are not helping you in any way. Hmm. Look at absolute numbers only and decide for yourself. Uh, sir, just one more question to both of you. Yeah, yeah go, go on. on. Uh, sir, I just wanted to ask, uh, do you both really feel that because of this weekly uh, options expiry, the market is getting more manipulated? Uh, yes, in the short run, but uh, now it's over and out. Uh, that one, see, my view is since last two, three years, it was driven by public retail and institution. Institution with uh, retail money. The retail has put into institution. Now everything is evened out. Slowly, option, weekly, daily options will have no bearing on the market. And any, and uh, if you are aware or not, I don't know. There is every day expiry in SNP. Every day. Okay. Kuch ne hota Normal hai. Or ek baat bolta bhai sab. Ab jo bhi yes, hai, bhai. I can't uh, read your name. But I'm telling you one thing. If you are a good uh, trader or an investor, focus on stock. Buying Yes. What is stock market? You buy shares and you sell shares. Rest is all noise just to attract you people. And me also. So we should uh, discard the noise and concentrate on money making. And this unnecessary seeking knowledge, uh, which is of no use, uh, we should stop it. Don't uh, fill your brains with unwanted information. And somebody was asking me, cash share Buy good shares now. MNC and forget about it. Automatically they will grow. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, RM Bangade. Yes, sir. Sir, uh, uh, good evening, sir. Yeah, good evening. Sir, आपने एक बार पहले बोला था कि from October 21 to March 23, 18 months का bear market था. Yeah. And then you said bull market started from March, March till mm. August, September, whatever it was. Yeah. So if this is a bear market, is it an extension of the previous bear market or a new bear market has started? And second follow-up question would be historically ऐसा कभी हुआ है क्या कि एक bear market के बाद six months का gap and then again a new bear market mm. or a bear market extended for Say 18 months, then 6 months break and again bear market has continued. So mm -hmm. historically, kabhi hua hai kya so, in, uh, so, so, so if it becomes a bear market now, it will be part of the earlier structure yes. in an elite wave sense. 
in an elliot wave sense what we call this is known as an expanded flat okay. in an expanded flat the market goes to a new high but uh, it may for some time look like a new bull run but it fails and uh, we call it an expanded flat only if it stays within 138% of the first correction uh, by what okay so from 18600 to 15200 138% is close to 20000 which is why i mentioned sometime back the 20000 yes, yes. number yes that is the cut off point for for calling it an expanded flat but then sir follow up question would be whether a bear market has lasted for so long at any time in the past if we consider it to have started in october 21 we are in october 23 we are already in two years from there so if it goes on for another three months it will be 27 28 months you want me to answer yeah a uh, bear markets can last for 10 years 15 years 20 years also okay sir no because you are only referring to this two years yes uh, before that you look into the charts i don't know to read charts but big big uh, bear markets lasting from 2 years 3 years 5 years what okay. started in 2007 yes ended in 2014 end so they can be of long duration rohit sir had said once that uh, the 2008 bear market was for 18 months no, no so no. so uh, so rm that is from top to bottom okay but sir. i i'll give you another example then if you go back to the 1990 say 1994 to uh, you know 1998 the yes. long periods where the markets were stuck in a same range okay sir okay okay so it is possible that it can go on for a longer time than 18 months yeah 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 and this would no. be extension of the previous market no rm yes sir from uh, whenever 2003 for it went up to 6400 hmm. in 2007 now that 6400 uh came down to 2200 yes and from 2200 it broke past 6400 only in 2014 correct okay so it can go on for longer yeah and a uh, genuine advice dear yes sir don't fall for all this Buy good stocks at at low price and forget about it. Yes, sir. Trading is also good if you have discipline. It is very good. No comments. <laughs> yes, sir. And sir, therefore, Rohit sir, in the in your last uh, in one of your long short reports, last chance to sell, you had marked it W till four fifteen two hundred. Yeah. Then an X and then a Y down. Yeah. so that is a possibility now no that wxy is a presumption that y ended in march 23 and maybe some new bullish phase could have started okay but now that if we take the alternate structure which i'm saying expanded flat then it is not mm. wxy then it is 15200 is a, a. and 20200 is b p okay so, so we are c down now ha huh, so that becomes a different okay, thank you so much sir yeah thank you okay so the last one here was vivek who seems to have dropped out and so with that i think we should call it a day it's almost getting to 12 o'clock 
Uh, we have extended it longer by half an hour than I had promised. So I'm sure we've answered a lot more questions. Uh, so good night to everyone. Thanks for participating. Nein, Rohit bhai, ek sawal hai. Bolye, bolye, bolye. Kaun sa serial achcha hai dekhne ke liye? Kaun sa serial achcha hai? Abhi to main movie dekhke aaya. I went and saw Dumb Money, which is which is on the GameStop speculation. Okay. Jo US mein hua tha. अभी ये मूवी देख के आए शाम को नहीं नहीं थिएटर में बहुत महंगा पड़ रहा है और सीवीआर शॉर्ट है मेरा तो मैं थिएटर में जाएगा ही नहीं नो एनी सीरियल व्हिच कैन बी ऑफ इंटरेस्ट लास्ट आई सॉ ऑल सुल्तान ऑफ दिल्ली ओके इमीडिएट ध्यान में नहीं आ रहा है ठीक है एक बात लास्ट में बोलना है क्योंकि मैं उम्र में बड़ा हूँ रोहित भाई तुम्हारे से श्योर बिल्कुल प्लीज डोंट लूज योर काम ठंडा दिमाग से काम करना लॉस हो गया तो लॉस बुक करके निकल जाना बिल्कुल तोड़ फोड़ मत करना ये बाजार मेरे लिए भी थोड़ा सा नया है क्योंकि इट इज वेरी वायलेंट मैंने ऐसा वायलेंट बाजार देखा नहीं है पहले मतलब देखा है लेकिन सत्तर अस्सी टका ये सौ टका वायलेंट है यहाँ पे आपकी नजर हटी की दुर्घटना घटी मेहरबानी करके मेहरबानी करके एवरेजिंग कोई भी हालत में नहीं करने का या If deep down होता है एवरेजिंग तो चांस लेने का दस बीस टके में एवरेज मत करना पिरामिडिंग नहीं करना बाजार का सामना नहीं करना नहीं तो आप कुचल जाओगे नाव वॉट रोहित भाई इंडियन मार्केट इज ऑलवेज अ बेर मार्केट It was never a bull market. Only action reaction. But in these two three years, it has really shown that it is in a bull market. But for how long? Now it's over. Yeah. So uh, sell on rise is the norm over here. A durghatna hai, both karti hai. And another thing, on third December is the election results. Then the budget. So, and then elections. Huh? <laughs> and then elections. Yeah. A budget. You know, it's a vote on account. Oiga mostly. Ah, ah, ah. Yes, yes. So, I'm saying, if you preserve your capital and your pension for investing it at every drop of a hat, oh, band karo yar. Chup chap bato na. हाँ शेयर लेना है तो ले नेस्ले ले ऐसा कुछ ले अच्छा वाला लेकिन वो भी क्यों आप लोग पैसा संभालना कुछ भी अगर आपको तकलीफ है मुझे फोन मारो आई विल एक्सप्लेन यू आई एम फ्री माय व्हाट्सएप नंबर इज ऑन माय प्रोफाइल आई विल गाइड यू प्लीज 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 डोंट वेंचर आउट अननेसेसरली समझ में नहीं आता है तो दूर बैठना बाजार से दैट्स ऑल रोहित भाई या श्योर
sure so thanks everyone thanks sharad ji uh, for those insights and uh, that's very much what i concur that if you're in a severe bear market they don't just stop at 20% and which is why prepare for the worst uh, the right time to invest is when there is blood on the streets so that's a different way of saying the same thing uh, so see you all next time uh, take care uh, take action have a plan uh, don't just uh, shoot in the dark don't go by old narratives and old ways of you know doing something uh, think intelligently uh, and uh, yeah do go out and try out strike if you have still not done so uh, ensure you that it will be a very addictive platform uh, we are already added many many tools and segments to it uh, some more will go live today tomorrow uh, and then over the next month uh, we continue I, yeah i i read about your mentorship uh, program yes Uh, but how much does it cost so the mentorship program is currently at uh, 1 lakh 10000 mm. uh but what it involves and, and and the reason for that price is we don't do one day two day three day courses so this is uh, a mentorship is essentially teaching people a to z of how to study the charts how to analyze and how to then take a decision of entry exit whether you are a trader investor whatever and this teaching goes on over 3 months in live zoom sessions 3 hours every sunday uh, plus with uh, pre recorded videos of of the same knowledge which is around some 50 60 videos uh, and and assignments which uh, jay who's here very humbly you know replies to everybody wherever they have made mistakes so that they can correct and be right and after all that uh, everyone ends up on a whatsapp group so that they can interact and after that we meet once a year for those who have completed that entire session uh, in some location we've done it twice in goa once in lonavala for 5 days and 6 nights so that we can actually interact not just on zoom but personally and further perfect uh, the science so it's a serious learning session for those who are, who really want to you know understand how to read markets how to read charts not for time pass not for advisory uh it's a serious learning process that we really focus on that's great yeah yeah <laughs> so one lakh 10000 for 3 months is almost 1000 rupees a day like uh yeah but it's once a once a week so every sunday no, no. we do 3 hours no but you you must be uh, giving lessons and apne uh, homework also no yes 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 that's done chip yeah Thank yeah you. and actually i mean one who enrolls for mentorship they are with us for lifetime then basically they can attend uh, you know every time we you know start a new batch mm-hmm. they can attend again and again and get improved you know so there are a lot of people who have now attended this year in goa for a second or third time and now they have actually you know achieved a much better understanding of the entire subject so this is this is how it goes i mean that's great i would have joined but i don't understand charts and i don't want to understand at this age true 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 <laughs> thanks a lot thanks thanks sharad ji for asking and so yeah let's call it call it a day uh, anyone interested in the mentorship can just uh, call up our numbers uh, which are already posted uh, and do try out strike uh, we'll see you all next time uh, thank you for joining us today thanks jay jay jay
Uh, yes. The number you have uh, put on that Twitter is too small. I tried uh, reading it, but my eyes couldn't. So, thoda bada rakho na number. Kaunsa number? Phone number. Wo chawan ka jo hai. Acha. सेम And yes please share this podcast with everyone you think can benefit from this knowledge